Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. Today is Friday, March 23rd, 2018. And on today's report, I will be talking about the nation of Great Britain or the United Kingdom as it is usually referred to today. The UK is the mother country for many of us. And as far as I'm concerned, I almost feel as much a part of it as those who live there. But it's not so great today, not such a great kingdom. As we will see in this report, Britain has maintained its independence for a long time, at least since the Roman Empire. And before it was even referred to as Britain, the British people have resisted invasion from Vikings, from Napoleon Bonaparte, and from the Spanish Armada when Hitler demanded that they surrender in 1940. He offered them favorable terms if they would just submit to his will, to his conquest. Churchill told Hitler that Britain would never surrender and would fight to the last Englishman's last drop of blood. It is a brave and glorious history. But what Hitler could not do with his millions of troops, his Luftwaffe and his U-boats in six years of total war, a horde of psychotic lunatics from the Middle East and from Africa have managed to do without firing a shot. Yes, Britain has surrendered. At last, they have surrendered to invasion and to colonization by the minions of Islam. This is a religion or ideology that has declared war on the West and has stated that it is bound by God to destroy Britain, British politicians, pushed and pulled along by the EU bureaucrats and whoever owns them, propelled by the billions of dollars of George Soros and others seeking to destroy civilization as we know it, and aided and abetted by the entire mass media of the West, has destroyed the once great nation of Britain. It is no more. It is gone. What remains is just a shell of a once great nation. Thousands of British girls... Little girls, ranging in age from 9 to 16, have been systematically kidnapped, gang-raped, and tortured by Muslim rape gangs. No one does a thing about it. The story is so massive, the damage so horrible, it doesn't fit the narrative of today's hashtag MeToo media. These aren't grown women who have been groped or harassed for sex in return for job or career advancements. These are children by the thousands who have been raped and tortured because the British people have allowed themselves to be colonized by a group of people who took on, who look on British children as nothing but filthy infidels, worthy of nothing but to be raped and tortured. The British government, currently under the leadership of the most useless, Theresa May, who is apparently nothing but a puppet for EU bureaucrats has admitted that these horrible crimes have been ongoing for at least 40 years. No one seems to know how many children have been victims, but it is in the thousands. The Muslims aren't content to just rape these girls. They have to torture and degrade them as well. This is a clear indication that their actions are driven by religious hatred of their host people and host country. You can read Many examples of Muslim psychopathic rapists admitting this publicly. 
So just to keep this point going on in your mind, folks, in the small town of Telford, there are more than a thousand little girls over a 40-year period that were drugged, beaten, raped, forced into prostitution, forced to take abortion pills multiple times a week in Rotherham. It was at least 1,400 children that suffered that treatment at the hands of Pakistani men. Many of these girls were tortured horribly and raped by dozens of men per day. Men lined up to wait their turns with them. The British police knew that it was happening by their own admission. They knew it. Many times the police came across or were called to homes where a 12-year-old girl was being raped by several men. They did nothing. Why would they turn a blind eye to such suffering? Why would they turn a blind eye to the suffering of these children? Why? Because they were afraid of being called racist, of course. Let's get this straight now. The British police and British politicians knew that thousands of British girls were being systematically raped and tortured, some even murdered. For 40 years, they did nothing about it. They were cowering in fear at the thought of being called racist. Perhaps Muslim men accused of rape, drug dealing, forced drug addiction, torture, murder, and pedophilia are simply the wrong kind of perpetrators. The ladies of hashtag me too prefer powerful white men as perpetrators. Maybe these girls are the wrong type of victims. After all, they are all white British girls from working class families. What else could have caused this conspiracy? of silence that has gone on for 40 years, we shall see. Since the British police are not arresting Muslim men of Middle Eastern or African origin, no matter what they do, no matter what crimes they commit, I wonder if that doesn't leave them with a lot of time on their hands. When you refuse to investigate, arrest, or prosecute virtually the only people committing violent crimes, what, what do you do with all, the, all your time all day long? Well, you don't have to worry about that, folks. The police spend their time arresting, prosecuting, and banning from the country innocent people who try to report on what is happening. A whistleblower was suspended from the police force after passing evidence to a newspaper. A whistleblower was fired from her job at a counseling service for victims of sex crimes because the service was afraid it would lose its government grants. Laura Southern, a 22-year-old American woman trying to enter Britain from the French port of Calais, was denied entry and detained because she was planning to meet with British citizen Tommy Robinson, who has been outspoken and unstoppable in his efforts to report the truth about what has been happening to the girls of Britain. Laura had been in Europe reporting and distributing pamphlets critical of Islam, she said her, the border authorities asked her about her religion. She replied she was Christian. Then they asked if she was an extremist Christian, if she wanted to run over Muslims with a car or a truck, if she was a terrorist. She was finally released but banned from Britain indefinitely. Lauren is not the only one to be banned because she dares to report the truth about these horrific crimes. Martin Selner is the leader of a organization called Generation Identity, which is a group opposed to the Islamization of Europe. Brittany Pettibone is his American girlfriend and a well-known speaker on the same topic. Both are law-abiding. Neither have been convicted of a crime, but both were barred from Britain on March 9th because they were going to speak 
at a place called Speaker's Corner, which is known as a free speech zone and is always open to any viewpoint, whether accepted or not. They were arrested, taken through the airport in handcuffs and held in custody for three days. The very public treatment of these innocent people is obviously to prevent their views from being heard in an effort to make sure the British public remains ignorant about what their country is doing. The other reason, more than likely, is to chill any effort any person may have to try to bring the truth to Britain. Tommy Robinson is doing his best to get the word out. He's not a mild-mannered person, as is Laura, Brittany, and Martin. He takes a more combative, in-your-face style. He is a British citizen, so he can't be banned. But I would advise him to be on guard lest he be accused of a crime and imprisoned the British government has admitted many Muslims returning from the battlefields of Syria where they served with the forces of ISIS. These people have been admitted to Britain many times. These people literally go to Syria, fight for ISIS, perhaps against British troops, and then are not only welcomed back but given free housing and welfare vouchers to help them transition back into British life. So if you're some mild-mannered reporter just trying to speak the truth, about what is happening, sorry, go away. But if you're a violent terrorist, actually trained and experienced in terroristic combat, come on in and get your free housing, and here is your welfare voucher. I wonder, at Great Britain, though, I wonder about them. At the land of Shakespeare, the land that produced Wellington, Churchill, and the SAS, what does the SAS always, one of, the, one of if not the finest, Special Forces unit in the world. What do they look like today? I don't know, folks. I don't know. I'm afraid to ask. There's one other British group I wonder about, and that is British men. I wonder if there are any left in Britain, any fathers, brothers, husbands. They're apparently all disarmed, emasculated, hiding in the corner while their little girls are raped and tortured. Finally, folks, can you imagine this horrible crime happening here in America? Perhaps that's why our Democrat politicians are trying so hard to disarm us. America is a country of millions of men armed to the teeth. I just can't see American men letting a group of psychotic, psychopathic criminals rape and torture their daughters to Muslim rape beams. Had thousands of victims in Britain, at least tens of thousands around Europe, these gangs are colonizing Europe in order to conquer the West. They need a base of conquest to launch their attack on America. Never let them disarm us, folks. Never give up your guns, not for any reason. So if the Muslim rape gangs tell us they're coming for our children, all I can say is, come on, we're waiting. At least that's the way I see it, folks. Until next time, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.